Welcome back to the BEM podcast. I'm Samantha J, and I have with me Antoine. What's going on, Samantha? Not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. Weather? No. Weather is getting better. Um, I'm so over winter, and I know I'm not the person that you would expect me to say this, but winter really came this past season and now that we're in spring it it doesn't want to leave i'm just cold all the damn time i think we got we got about an i would even say a week or so before it starts to be like 60 65 on a consistent basis yeah i'm ready that's what i'm thinking yeah i'm ready i haven't it hasn't stopped any of the tourists though oh no but they folks is back i was at like dc is back open um yeah sure. folks is back outside now no i laughed the other day when all them people was downtown for the cherry blossom <laughs> because it was nice and it was people and then the next day it was like 30 degrees i was like mm-hmm. well i guess the joint said a peak, peak bloom no more mm-hmm. <laughs> like hey so but not only crazy. that they were dressed like in t-shirts shorts flip-flops and it was like freezing but you know what usually happens historically like the weekend when they do the big cherry blossom parade and everything and people come from out of town, it's always like 65, 70, sometimes even 75 in the daytime. And then mm-hmm. night falls and it'd be like 40 degrees outside. And these people didn't know, like they checked the weather and saw that the high was 70 degrees, mm-hmm. but didn't know that, oh, when that sun go down, it's going to be something totally different out there. So yeah, you do see them walking around in shorts and t-shirts and so yeah, they, they got to you got you got to be ready, you got to be perfect, got to be prepared. You know, you you get this time of year, you might get all four seasons in 24 hours. Oh, 100 percent That's how it was. Um, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago and it was gorgeous in the day. One day it rained all day, but it was still relatively uh temperature-wise warm. But um it would fool you. So the thing about it is is you're carrying a coat with you, even though you don't need it, like when you're out and about, but you know you'll need it that evening. Um, so yeah, I'm just ready for it to just be spring, like patio weather. And, you know, it's almost, well, it's currently your season, season of Aries, but it's almost my season, season of Taurus. So, you know, for the last two, it, it's right. almost, it's almost, we, I, I, we just, we just I own April. Every season. Cool, cool <laughs> I own April. Cool I'm day. an April Taurus. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. April. I'm I'm off a of hibernation this weekend. I got to set, I got to set in here for two, two years now. Yeah, I'm back outside. I, that's all I was waiting for. Spring come, my birthday. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in these streets this weekend. Yeah, I was saying I was thinking like the last two years we had to put our birthdays and oh my stuff on holiday yeah. like trips. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to all that. Like that is something. But yeah, this cold weather, I appreciate it because I do love boot season and everything like that. But I'm so ready for spring to come and bless us consistently. But um Outside of that, we're ending Women's History Month, which has been a, it's been a good month. It's been, it's been a good month for women specifically, you know, 
Judge Jackson, please, you know, the, well, it hasn't can, yet been can, confirmed. Confirm this woman, man. Yes, but confirm this woman. The hearings were a spectacle uh, of no fault of her own, but I mean, classic. You know, what do you expect? Um, some of it was just downright pure ignorance, but you know, we're we're used to it at this point. But um, it did help me learn about a children's, a black children's author. <laughs> and, you know, I ordered some of his books just because of some ignorant, racist uh, shit that was said. I'm not going to give it too much attention. But um, yeah, um, Anti-Racist Baby, children's book. It's number one on Amazon. And I believe it's, it's climbing the charts um, as for like New York Times. But that's what's up. Yeah. So something that was supposed to be, I guess, ill-intentioned and yeah, nothing. Turn, turn a negative into a positive. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. Um, you need to confirm that woman though. Yes. Quick, quickly, expeditiously. And I, yeah. And I saw today that uh, the first GOP senator that is um, going to vote in favor of her confirmation is Susan Collins, which I'm hoping there's more. Um, you never can tell but that was good to see. So, so yeah, but aside from that, um, we're closing out Women's History Month and um, there was some good stuff. Beyonce opened the Oscars. She's been kind of like laying low for a while. And of course, you know, she always brings it. Um, so that was good. And I saw Blue Ivy had a little dance routine with her dancer so that was cute oh, that's what's that. yeah and yeah there i mean well i mean yes there was other parts yeah of that i was evening. about to say I didn't, um, I didn't see any of the actual ceremony um no i, I saw the the uh the, the spectacle yes we'll get to that in a second but as for other news um I was kind of saddened to read that a uh, black news channel um, is no longer. And uh, basically, I guess they just weren't able to one, they just didn't have yeah, the money, no, no the funding. funding anymore, and they couldn't pay their employees or whatnot, because which is that, unfortunate. Uh, that was launched in what, 2020? Uh, I want to say maybe 2019, it but it was, okay, I was by, say it was fairly recent. Yeah, it was backed by, um, what's his name? He's a billionaire, Chad Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, okay. Remember, we had did an article on him when it was being launched. So maybe it was yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah, it was, so yeah, I figured it was, yeah, it, it, it was fairly recent though. Yeah, but that's, that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, um, but a lot of people were saying, I mean, a lot of people still didn't know about it, even though it had yeah. been around. Um, we knew about and I, it. And... Yeah, and I'm sure COVID didn't help. True. Um, you know, it was just uh, another, um, you know, an, another business that unfortunately held on as long as it can, as long as it could due to the circumstances of the last couple of years. Um, I do think that maybe if not, you know, everyone focusing so much on COVID for most of 2020 into 2021 uh, that they might have, you know, circumstances could have been different. Ho hopefully, you know, they, they just, you know, go back to the drawing board and gain some more funding and come up with a, a different, a more uh, 
effective game planning and try it again sooner than later. Well, yeah, because sometimes what happens is someone else will come forward and, you know. Yeah, hopefully they can get some funding. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully they can. Hopefully they can get some funding. Uh, It's it's definitely a Black News Network is definitely needed. Mm -hmm. Any avenue that we can get like that. But also, I don't know if you saw... um, or have been seeing the petitions for um, Clarence Thomas. People asking him. He actually didn't do anything. He just got out the hospital because he had like an infection of some sort. Um, But his wife, I guess, still with the whole January 6th uh, review committee and those hearings, um, his wife's, there were some text messages that she had sent to uh, members of the White House during the insurrection. And I wanna say it's like a hundred text messages or something like that, but um, she's basically demanding and sending texts, requesting them do whatever they can to help overturn the election. And- That's crazy. Yeah, and now all of that's coming to the light. And who she was sending these messages to who? Um, members at the White House. Um, I don't I, I don't remember if that's it was crazy. Mark Meadows text messages that he had to, that they were, but it was somebody within the administration. Yeah, it was uh, messages to Mark Meadows, who was the White House chief of staff at the time. That's wild. Overturn yeah. it, do what y'all can to overturn it. I mean, yeah. So, and you think about it, this is like one of the justices in the highest courts, the Supreme Court. And I mean, you had to have known about it. It's your wife. Maybe, <laughs> you know? maybe, maybe not. Nah. I might have been the phone she she left in the car when she went home. And it will be interesting though, because yeah, he is a black man. That's that's and wow as racist as everything has come to the forefront when it comes down to like the GOP and, you know, it will be interesting if they would use him at, well, I don't know. I, I, part of me is like, no, they'll try to protect him because they would feel like he represents and this could be like, see, we're not racist. We love him. You know what I mean? (laughs) But at the same time, he is a black man, but then again, his wife is white. So who knows? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that, that really is. That is interesting. It's just like plot twist. Yeah, and yeah, somebody definitely got some questions to answer. Yeah, so yeah, so it's been uh, rather interesting uh, in the news, which could be an understatement for many or for some. <laughs> but yeah, well, before yeah. we get into some the the excitement of su- Sunday night. Um, I do want to speak. Man, I don't hear enough people speaking on Brittany Griner. Like, I've seen interviews where, you know, like Lisa Leslie mentioned that, you know, the WNBA told them don't make a big fuss about it and bring more attention than needed because then they would try to use it as, you know, some sort of leverage. but this, it's just hard to, it's, this is a, a star 
of, of the WNBA, a black woman, is just is is wild because if this was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, hell, even LeBron James, somebody gonna make something happen. Like they not just gonna sit still and we not gonna hear nothing. And you see stories like, oh, she's just vanished. Or and again, I'm sure. I mean, it could be a case where this they may feel like this is what's safest for her because of what's going on over there versus trying to transport her and get her home. I don't. It just don't appear that there's you know every avenue is being you know every. Every avenue is, is is being looked at and every option, they just don't have, nobody seemed to have exhausted all of their options. And I'm going to say this, and a lot of people may disagree with me, I don't care. <laughs> Track record says that if Trump was still in office, Brittany Griner might be back in the States already. He went and got ASAP Rocky out of Sweden. I gonna say he went and got, he put phone calls in. And he got ASAP Rocky out of Sweden. He got uh, LiAngelo Ball and the other college students that were when the when the UCLA basketball players were arrested for stealing out of Gucci in China. He like he he just seems to be a little more effective with things like these than other people. And that's all. I ain't you know I, I ain't supporting them or nothing like that. I'm just saying it don't really seem to be you know, much being put into this. And I don't, that don't sit well. No, I agree. Definitely more needs to be done. Um, I'm not sure. So I can't speak to it uh, definitively, but I know from what I had read last, because, you know, they don't really talk about it, um, was that she was supposed to be detained at least until May 19th. I'm not sure what May 19th, what was significant about it. I don't know if that's when she goes before the courts again or what that date signifies. But um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. In uh, in response to. Somebody get Trump on the phone. In response to Trump. I just don't know. I think the circumstances are different um, when it was ASAP Rocky and the ball boy. Uh, what's his name? Lonzo. Ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, his last name's Ball. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, Lee, LiAngelo. LiAngelo. Um, there, what's going on right now wasn't, you know, that wasn't what was going on. I mean, right now, it seems like from what I saw in the news, you know, I try to avoid all news by him, but today it was, you know, like a major headline. Um, he's trying to get uh, Putin to help him out to uh issue or release all dirt that they have on Biden's son. So like, exactly. he, so he's man, still, like my thing he would have like, pulled them strings. Like I think even if it was just like, he just like attention and accolades for himself. So even if that it was only in an attempt to get, you know, your approval rating amongst black people up or in hopes that this would make more people vote for you the next time around, I, he, I think he'd get it done. Or at least, at, at least be having conversation. At least bringing attention to, it, shedding shedding light on. It. Because again, he I'm sure he probably had no idea who the hell ASAP Rocky was when he put that call in. He's like, oh yeah, my my wife said he's a nice guy. I don't know. She seems to like him. Let's bring him home. Also, uh, he I mean, again, I ain't. We gonna we just gonna get off of it. I'm just the man appears to be a man of action. 
So I think he might have he might he might have he might have had BG home already. Oh uh, well, unfortunately, we'll never know. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully soon, very hey, soon. Hey. And okay, so now we can care of. we can get to the you know the the exciting you know exciting part of the uh, the Academy Awards that you know everybody's talking about. So we we have to address it and give our input and our thoughts. And I have a question for you, um, mm -hmm. but let's go, let's, let's go ahead and, and introduce, if, if anybody's been living under a rock for the past few days, you've seen, you've heard, you've laughed, you've the memes. Maybe, maybe argued or disagreed. Um, it's, it's a lot to unpack though. Um, so of course we are speaking on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars um, on slapping Sunday. Slapping the shit out of Chris yeah, Rock. And, and Chris Rock's own words. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, okay, before we get into that, my question to you as a Black woman, because I'm seeing this amongst a lot of Black women, um, my man better. Like if, if he if he wouldn't do that for me, I don't want him. In the defense of black women. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with defending black women because, you know, um, it's been I mean, historically, black women are unfortunately seemingly like the most hated or get the worst end of the stick in many scenarios and or was cases. that the case with this in this case i don't i don't agree with that and case in point um i don't really know if that was him defending her like i feel like because this is my thing and i said this as soon as i saw it i personally and supposedly it has been confirmed that this is true i don't know but I personally do not believe that Chris Rock knew anything about Jada's autoimmune disease with uh, alopecia. I think he was up there being a comedian. I'm sure he, he was. Yeah, I, and supposedly he didn't from what his brother Tony Rock is saying and what some other people close to him are saying. Like he had no idea. Um, but to me, it seemed like a very delayed response because he was cracking jokes with the couple behind him and, you know, Jada and Will were right in front of him and Will seemingly was laughing or whatnot. And when the camera panned to her, when he made the joke about uh, G.I. Jane 2, you know, she rolled her eyes and clearly it was something that bothered her. And the next thing you know, he's walking up on the stage and he slaps the shit out of him. And it's just like, keep my wife's name. But even his response was, dude, I said a joke about G.I. Jane too. Like you could tell, like, what are you, like, he didn't know, you know? And I think that that was so, it was so much deeper than that for him. Like you could see his eyes were like welling up with tears when he was saying, you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth or whatever. Um, I personally think that that was driven by emotions because for the past couple of years, they've invited people, the public into, their marriage and some of the things that have gone on with the whole entanglement, um, you know, saga 
to where I think he was just tired of being the butt of all jokes. And when he saw that that bothered her, I don't know. I, I, a part of me wonders like what within you made you, you know, cause a lot of people were like, well, you didn't have that energy when it was August talking about her or, you know, like all this other things surrounding like the entanglement and the red talk table talk and, you know, his book and all of that. So I'm all for black men defending their black women. Yes. But I don't agree with this. Like uh, to me, I, you don't get points with me for this. I think it was completely wrong. I think it was unnecessary. Um, and I do, I, it, it, I had bigger questions outside of that. It made me wonder, hmm, if this would have been like a white comedian, would you have done that? Or if it had been a white comedian or anybody else, would the Oscars have allowed you to sit back down and hey, still the rest of the there, show and then, and then come and give a five-minute speech? Right, you know. Um, so there hey, were you a lot. on stage crying for having to you slap somebody. Yeah, and then even at that on stage, he apologized to everyone but Chris, which lets you know that he meant he it. Meant, yeah. And then he tried to kind of find the parallels and the comparison of his character in King Richard, and you know, to me, that's like a moment, like for this black man Serena and Venus's father and you trying to like it's just there were so many different things wrong with it um then you know um you and I were talking about Will Packer like it was his production it was his whole thing for the show it was a, a complete black production team for this year's Oscars so I just feel like he took away a lot of I don't want to say historic. Well, yeah, it was a historic. No, that, like, man, that, historic greats. Like that was a, a that was, was a selfish game. act. The fact that no, like nobody, it, it took away from no, no, nobody's talking about the fact that you're only the fifth black man to ever win that award. Right. And we talking about the ninety fourth Academy Awards, and you are the fifth black man to win Best Actor in in a film. Um, the fact that after you slapping Chris Rock, nobody really paid attention to the fact that Quest Love's uh, documentary know, Summer of Soul won for best documentary as great as it was. Like nobody's talking about that. Even the fact that you again, this is not just represented, not not a representation of you. Um, and not to say, oh, you, you, not, I ain't about to be on, you up there representing all 300 million, you know, whatever. No, nah, you ain't representing all black people. Right. But you winning for a film that this family, these sisters specifically, a story they wanted to tell about their father. Like, so you up there representing this fam this man and his family, and, and this what you do? Like, Oh, let me, okay, let me rewind and get this. Will Smith's dead ass wrong for what he did. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to get into why I think he did it or, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, he been, you know, it's got something to do with his woman and the demasculation of, like, I don't know. But initially, when I, before I knew that it was being such a big deal made out of it because of her condition, 
I was like, oh, well, yeah, mate. evidently he just tired of people cracking jokes. Like he's tired of them being the butt of all jokes. But then when it came out, because my first thing, I was like, well, this ain't a comedy show. Everybody don't feel like being joked on all the time. But at the same time, the joke made perfectly good sense. It wasn't a great joke, but it made sense. This couple, both of them are nominated for awards. And it was kind of like, I'm sure she evidently, Jada didn't like being the butt of the joke. Like, oh, looking forward to G.I. Jane too. But, you know, it's better for your husband to win it because y'all, y'all ain't in the competition. You won't be in a competition, yeah. Exactly. Like, and, and Will got a big chuckle out of it initially. Yeah, it was a delayed response. He was laughing. Initially, he was like, it was I don't almost like, yeah, and it was almost like, even if it wasn't that funny, you probably were laughing for the camera. I don't know. But when she gave him that look, it was like, you didn't think twice. And But but that even said more to me as a man, because if you've ever been in a situation like that, where you do feel the need to defend your woman or someone disrespecting her or you or y'all, if she know that you respond in a way like that, the first thing she going to say is, it ain't worth it. Nah, baby, don't do it. Chill out. So again, it was almost like it, it was almost like you felt the need to do that for your own what like I didn't like that when 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 women and this is this is my thing with all the women saying, oh, if you don't do that, I don't want them or you can't be talking about nobody's woman. That's but but y'all be the same ones, not y'all speaking to you, Samantha. Those women are the same ones that always be talking about toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. Toxic masculinity. Because really, who or what did you defend in that moment? Walk on stage, you slap a man, then you turn around and turn your back to him and walk back to your chair. And the only way you comfortably do that is by knowing, oh, well, they have requested for him to be here. He ain't about to do nothing to me. Yeah, because if yeah. you do that to somebody outside of that venue, you're not gonna slap no grown ass man and turn around and stroll back to your chick. No, nah. mm-hmm. like I'm, it's it's not. No, no way. And there was, but it mean the whole he looked like a sucker in every aspect. Every it was like, oh, what are you doing? It was unfortunate. Again, it was like they're they're just so, and again, I'm happy that I'm hearing. A lot of, and I want women to pay attention to those women that, that that thought that that was okay or that was cool. Listen to grown, mature men, that successful men that had. Because I'm hearing a lot of a lot of Will Smith's peers. No, no, nah, that wasn't the way to do it. Mm-mm. That wasn't the way to do it. You could have simply, you could have told her, "Don't even worry about it. I'm a, I'm gonna handle that." Like. Address I'll be, it backstage. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be right back. Yeah, let me go hollering. Let me see which way he exit when he when he exits the state. Like I'm Will Smith. It ain't nowhere in this building. They're not gonna let me if I want to have a word with him. Now, if I if I go back, if I catch you backstage or in the dressing room or something, and I'll be like, hey, I'll call for like I mean, even you sitting there screaming, then to do that and walk back to your seat and scream, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. You could have simply said that. 
And in the manner that you said it, like he you really meant it, it yeah. he would have respected it. He would have left it alone. Yeah. He would have respected it. Like you sitting in your chair looking crazy as hell, eyes all big and, and water. Like I was like, I think this nigga really think he's still on set. He think he Richard Williams. <laughs> Like when he went up there, when he went up there, I was put here to protect them. I was like, no. But no, it really, and it's actually something that it makes me think about. I don't know if you remember, uh, what is it, Lakeith Stanfield after he did Judas and Oh, yeah. I mean, he said he played Judas. He said it scared him. He said he became that character. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you because yeah, he studied was, the person for so long. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Oh, Will Cray, like this nigga really think he's still on. So he, <laughs> up, I mean, giving a speech, I'm like, Yeah, I was put here to protect man. That's not your wife, like that was your wife on set, yeah, uh, the one yeah. that played the mother. And Which talking an about, yeah, they're talking about the two little girls that played Venus and shit. Like, is you listening to yourself? You sound crazy, like, yeah. so you, you will go on stage and then try to defend. Slapping this man, like, and I mean, it's is it was so it was so unfortunate. And then I just today found out earlier today found out that Will Packer had produced this year's show. So it was like again, my whole thing from the jumps, man. It was a bad look. And mm-hmm. now you do this, why they let this prominent black producer. The whole production team, yeah. And it's like this, and again, we 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 barely removed from Oscar so white. Mm -hmm. Now you got the ignorant white people, like, and and that's why right there. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, they having a field. And again, like you said, they was running this story back to back to back on CNN on Monday morning. Why? Because they love to see. Yeah, I watch CNN. They love to see a black man attack another black man, Mm -hmm. and it's like as a man. You set out to be as disrespectful as possible to him. Like you open hand slapped this man like he was a child or something. And again, <laughs> I'll give it, you know, he he had to be a professional. I mean, I ain't even say he had to be a professional. I don't think Chris Rock is a fighter. And you mm-hmm. outweigh this man by about 50 pounds and got 45 inches on him easy. So it's like, like you said, if that was somebody else. Would that have been your course of action? Dave Chappelle. Yeah, even just a a, a, a white comedian. Uh, and, and again, like the two the two responses that I've enjoyed the most thus far this week have been Shannon Sharp and OJ Simpson. <laughs> Shannon Sharp on Undisputed <laughs> on Monday morning said, I would have whooped Will Smith ass. <laughs> he came up to it and slapped me, thinking you just gonna turn around and walk back to your chick. Like you, you, and again, it's it's hard, but it and I get why. Like again, I'm not gonna jump into the, um, but you you see a lot of men because men can and and men can speak to this from our experiences. They're like, why would a woman that care about you? Not, not to say that she let him go up there and do that. What the hell are you walking to the stage for? Yeah. You was just sitting there laughing, thinking it was funny, but it was almost like that look she gave him was like, you better do something about it. But don't you, I mean, and I know, I mean, streets and like life is different, but these are men in their 50s. 
that that's do another you, thing. Do you? I mean, you would just think when yeah, and, when does no, not even that. It's just you would just think like there was no warning. Like it could have been something as simple as I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna need you to keep, <laughs> and it could have been death then. Like you, Any, there was no just, warning. There was no like he's not knowing that you feel no kind of way about anything. You could have simply you could have stayed in your chair and him. screamed. You could have said what you said after that, right from your chair. Keep my exactly. wife's name out your mouth, and, exactly. he, and I'm sure he would have respected that and said, "Oh, okay, not the time, yeah. not the sensitive place. subject." Yep. Again. Like he don't know, like most of the world don't know she got alopecia or whatever, whatever it is. And that's what I didn't like. A lot of women were saying, like, here he is. Cause you remember he did that documentary. Oh, yeah, good, good head. How the hell he and everybody is like, How you gonna do a documentary, you know, talking about women in their hair and that's their crown or whatnot, and then make fun of them? And I'm like, so nobody really stopped to think that this man didn't know that she had this condition. You know, it was even crazy. A celebrity doesn't mean he follows her life. Yeah, first of all, that that's that's what people need to stop thinking. Chris Rock has a successful career and shit going on of his own. I'm sure he ain't sitting on the internet like a lot of people. Like, I'm sure he don't watch Red Table Talk. I'm sure he ain't sitting on the internet looking at all the breaking stories concerning Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Like most of us aren't. Because I ain't had no damn idea. I thought she was just wearing her hair like that. I mean, shit, her daughter was wearing her hair like that a few years ago. Like, And it's now, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, who? how would somebody know? But even, even more than that, you spoke to something. These are this is a man on the other side of 50 years old. Why do you think that called for that? Like, at what point in your life as a man do you really, like, we we just, we, we too old for this. Mm-hmm. Like, once I hit 30, it's like, oh, I'm not trying to be out here fighting nobody. And especially if it's something that you can simply address with, with work, like I can let you know, hey, you you did wrong for that. like at least like you said some type of warning. Hey, don't don't play with my wife like that. Like I'm, I'd rather it not have to go there, but please don't play with my wife like that. Just you know, g- give me that much respect. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's something, if, if if it calls for it, it calls for it. I can't say, but that's the thing, like. The man mother said, I ain't never seen him act like this. So that's not your person. Mm-mm. Like, that's not your person. It it really looked like he had a lot on him. It, it couldn't have just been that. Maybe something happened during the end of the day. Maybe, like, I just don't, I don't want to be another person that keeps tying it to, well, look what she been out here saying for the past two years. And he just felt like, because, but it, it, it does look that way. Like, he just felt the need to do something so people could stop playing with his name. Or calling and him a punk. Yeah, yeah. Him. It's, it's like, I mean, think about it. You keep having to hear about how you out here chasing a dead man's ghost to try to please your wife. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a lot to take on. Like, I'm Will Smith. Like, and y'all just keep, I mean, I don't want to get into all of that, but like OJ said, <laughs> And and I mean you can't you can't really disagree. I mean you can, but it makes perfectly sense, perfectly good sense what OJ said. OJ said I'm OJ Simpson. 
you think every comedian I saw on stage didn't have jokes for me when they seen me in attendance? You don't think I wish I could have slapped a few comedians and commentators up about stuff that they said about me? Mm-hmm. And again, if I would have walked on stage with millions of people at home watching and put my hands on anybody, I would have been given life without parole. And you do hear a lot of people, because again, this is the entertainment industry. So a lot of people's first thought is sue, press charges, because that, that's assault. Yeah. That wasn't a fight. That is assault. Like, it's unprovoked. It's just, like it, it was it was so unnecessary. I you could have simply all right, let me let me go talk to him. Now, if the man you say I don't like the joke, the man say, Oh well, get over it, big fucking deal. You want to slap him, man? You slap him. But again, let him know, hey now, nah, ain't that was uncalled for. And he might have been like, oh, well, you know, take me over there too, so I can apologize. Or he might have said, fuck y'all. Whichever the case they go, there was a better way to handle it. And much they have history. That I mean, it, all of it was just unnecessary. It they was, have history. And again, like if I were him, Chris Rock outside of, I mean, I understand why he didn't press charges. But outside of that, I would look at the recording academy like, yeah, like y'all hired me to do this and there was no protection. Sit back there. Yeah. And nobody even, I, I wonder if anybody went on, went backstage and said, damn, you all right? Like, you That's good? what a lot of people are saying. Like y'all keep checking on him because, you know, they had Denzel and Tyler Perry and Will Packer whatnot trying, I guess, calm him down or to give him words and of thing, encouragement and or whatnot. Gonna do nothing. Right. And like, they're like, did he, y'all check on he Chris? Did what he, he had done what he was going to do. If it was going to be more than that, he would have done it. Like, again, that's outside of his character. So it's it's almost like you, it, it just don't make sense to me. Like, again, who knows what's going on in that man's head. Or it's deeper day. than that. It, it has to be. It's it, deeper than that. It, and it unfortunately, it makes me think that there has been no type of closure or healing with that whole entanglement situation. In fact, um, recently, um, I want to say it's been within this month, um, he did an interview and pretty much, in my opinion, retracted a lot of what had been said from that whole like entanglement saga and like the Red Table Talk interview and claimed that there has never been any infidelity in their marriage. And I'm just thinking like, huh? Like what? Like because they after, don't talk too much. Like we yeah, like after y'all done said and put all your aired all your laundry like that. They done, and, they done said entirely. Y'all y'all have invited the world. I mean, we watched y'all go back and forth with you have tears. And what was it when he was like, no, 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 go ahead and tell him. <laughs> Remember they were sitting right across yeah. from each other. Yeah, and like, he was like, no, don't do that. Don't, don't be quiet now. Tell him. Yeah, like y'all have invited the world into y'all's marriage so maybe they haven't begun to yeah maybe they haven't begun to heal they've said too much and i think a lot of it is for unfortunately a lot of it appears and again i could be wrong but a lot of it just appears to be for show like it don't look like y'all are this rock solid um, couple 
yeah, a lot of it appears to be for sure. And I mean, that's that's normal. Like, it's, yeah, there's no perfect who, marriage. Who says y'all gotta be? But it's almost like, and and again, him taking that action just puts more of a microscope lens on this whole situation. And that's why I'm like, I hope that she's not good with what he did because now look at every, and again, I don't want to be that person, but now I see a lot of women mad because it's like, oh, everybody blaming her. People need to know what to sell their mouth and not nah, like that wasn't because of that joke. It wasn't. You Nobody can convince me of that. Mm-hmm. As upset as he was looking when he was screaming, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Nah. That was deeper than that. It's far. far but it's, it's like, that's like, we, we can't, as Black men, we can't encourage that. And I don't think Black women should encourage that even. I'm not saying Black, black women shouldn't be disrespected and no man should allow his wife to be disrespected. But that was so uncalled for, unprovoked, immature, because it could have went so many different ways. What if Chris Rock does press charges? Or now, like, what if, I mean, anything. What if, what if, what if he responds in self-defense? Like, anything could have happened. It's just a bad, it's a, it's a terrible look. Mm-hmm. It is a terrible look. And again, you take away from the film, that family, the fact that it's an all black production team uh, that, that is, that has worked on this award ceremony. Yeah. Now they're starting to get the praises and the accolades after the fact, like, oh, we didn't want to overshadow it with this, but let's give he kudos took away from and praise everything to and everybody. Yeah. They even talk, they even asked, they asked Richard Williams about it. <laughs> he said, I don't believe nobody should be slapping nobody if it ain't in self-defense. So you again, you try to you go on stage and they'll talk about, oh, I'm Richard Williams and I'm a protector, and all I want to do is I'm a, a, I want to be a vessel of love. And, man, I don't I don't know. Like and then here comes well, Diddy talking about they gonna go and meet and they gonna it we family and it's gonna be all but, now think about this i said this on this podcast maybe a year ago i don't know how long ago it was when will smith was promoting that book and he just out here telling all his secrets and all his business man this man is like crying for help he just remember i said i said he too young to be doing this Mm-hmm. Like he just out here just spewing all his business and just telling us a bunch of stuff we don't need to know. Like he, I don't know if he needs some new friends, some friends. Maybe she don't pay him no man when he be trying to pour his heart out to her. It's well, almost like I just need somebody to listen to me because he be he just been doing a lot seemingly for attention. But I think it would be very hard. And that's what I'm saying. I think where there's a lot that needs to be unpacked there, because I can imagine being in a committed relationship and shit, a marriage with someone for as long as they've been married and for your spouse to publicly announce that they invited someone into their world, into their home that checked all the boxes that 
he was failing to do for her and what this emotional connection they had. It was so different and how she needed that. You know what I mean? That's a lot. And then for you to sit back and say, because I love my wife, I allowed her to have that. You know what I mean? Um, And then y'all want to talk about it and make it a topic of discussion on a talk show. You know why? (laughs) And do a a tour. You know why we, you know why don't nobody take, don't nobody take offense. This is occurring because she is treating this man like a light-skinned man that acts light-skinned. Oh, all, all light-skinned you know people it. act light-skinned. Man, he you like can't the whole, do that. The, the way, the way he walked up, the way he walked up there, slapped him, and then turned around and pulled his jacket clothes and walked out. I was like, yeah, you can't, you can't light-skinned sucker. No, because like, uh, first of all. You know, you and I always debate about. So, so he ain't light skin. <laughs> I, like, I don't consider him light. So, so he ain't light skin. I don't consider him light. Hey, hey. No, I don't. Like she, I don't. I consider him brown with, skin. Nah, I man. He, but no, he, yeah, the, the, but it almost look. It almost looked like that type of thing. Like, oh, y'all think I'm soft because I'm light skin. I'm gonna show y'all. Nah, he just t- <laughs> He's just like I said. There's no whatever that was. In my opinion, there was no closure in that. And unfortunately, there are some people that believe that they cannot move forward in life, in in life and relationships, whatever the case may be, without seeking or getting closure. Okay, hold that thought for one second. I have to say this. It's, it's not of any real importance. I've just been laughing at this for days. Do you remember? I believe it was laughing my pain. It was an old Kevin Hart special because this is all I think about every time I saw that clip with him walking up there and slapping Chris Rock with Kevin Hart. We're talking about how mad you be when your mother hits you. So you go all, you go in your room and you get real hype, but you say all the stuff that you want to say to her, but you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "You gonna slap me, bitch?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, I've been laughing at that for days. Yeah. <laughs> so you gonna slap me in front of my friend? It was like, no, like you really aimed to humiliate this man. That, he humiliated him. Yeah. This man on live television and an awards ceremony. And I saw Jim Carrey speak on that. And he was saying, if I were him, I would sue him. And he was like- It's unacceptable. Because he was like, it's unacceptable. But he was like, this video will never go away. No. It will be a part of your repertoire for being a comedian. And if Chris Rock responds and does anything, now you losing opportunities moving mm -hmm. forward. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, look, because it's because of what somebody did to you in a way you because when you responded to what somebody did to you, we can't trust you to now be on a stage. Mm-hmm. It's it's no, it's, it's crazy. It is. Okay, but I ain't mean to throw you off of some people need closure. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like I just feel like whatever took and again, who am I? This is just my perception of it, but you had to be harboring some feelings that have been you haven't dealt with because I mean for the past few years or a couple years y'all have been the butt of jokes 
like from the Tupac memes, even they made a meme right away, like um, her looking at him side eye, like Tupac would have shot him. Like, I ain't impressed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, so that's that. it's not at all, <laughs> but I'm just saying. But I mean, those memes came up immediately after. That's and then you have funny. like, this, this one, August, yeah, and then August speaks. It was almost like he was speaking a spoken tongue. Like, everyone's like, what are you saying? Like, I'm just, it, I don't know what the hell he was trying to say, but he released a statement. Um, but yeah, I just think that they haven't healed. And so today, of course, the headline that I had seen, um, I think it was on Variety or maybe even CNN, like Jada Pinkett finally speaks. And all it was is, I guess, on her social media, she posted a meme saying that she's ready for the healing to begin. That was it. And I'm just like, y'all probably haven't dealt with, or he hasn't, I can't say she, he hasn't dealt with how that whole fiasco made him feel or the response to it made him feel people questioning you know how you know solid or how secure is your marriage can someone else come uh, in? Yeah, it's, it's like it's yeah man it's almost like when you gotta and again i have to say this is their situation but when you have to start when you have to will yourself just to, to to keep up, you know, with what you feel like something should look like to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You, it's you, a facade. You prob- you're probably dying on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like you're probably dying on the inside. So you will bring you brought up something that a, a conversation, a topic that we actually bumped into just on, you know, just in you know, casual conversation that we decided would be something great to speak about on on the next episode, which was closure. Um, So, you know, and you mentioned that, you know, a lot of people just feel the need for closure. They can't move on from certain things. Yeah, they they won't allow themselves, like they can't. And my response is, has always been and will forever be. fuck closure like <laughs> really because and again that, and that that could just be some mechanism that i operate on i know i'm different like i know i'm different mm-hmm. but outside of certain circumstances which are very few where i get somebody feeling like they just need some sort of a sign or, but it's like, we talking like maybe like the loss of loved ones. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Like if anybody else, like somebody don't want to be a friend no more, you and a romantic interest had a falling out, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, somebody just disappeared. Don't appear to one, somebody ghost you, man, fuck me. Like, that just mean they ain't, they ain't for you no more. Get over it. Life goes on. Like, but I think that, that that response or that way of thinking deals with maturity and growth, though. Because some people, like closure, I think some people believe that it's warranted for different circumstances, like with death and illnesses. Unfortunately, you just have to find a way to have peace with that. You're never really going That's to it. get, you're not going to get well, no yeah, you're not going to get closure with that. With failed relationships 
or friendships. Some people feel that they're entitled to know the whys. You or know they I mean? want to speak their or piece. They want, like they I never wanna, got they to wanna, say. Yeah, they want to speak their piece. But at the same time, I think that both parties need to recognize one, they don't owe you anything. If somebody no. decides to be done and to be done, no. that's on them. Now, would it be nice of you or like courteous or if you did have some sort of sense of care for that person to explain your whys, that's totally at your discretion, but it's not required. You know what I mean? Um, Some people are left so dumbfounded on certain things that just abruptly end um, that because they're not ready to let go of it, they- And the crazy part- uh, well, go go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. They feel like um, they need closure, or else they can't get past it. And I think that that's where therapy is a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things, like you know, of course, I could never get 100% closure. Like, I'm just using myself as an example. When my father passed away, but therapy helped me, you know, through time to be able to, you know, live through like some. questions that I would never get answered. You know what I mean? I think the same thing helped uh, my sister as well. Um, I've ended some friendships to where they may feel like they need closure or understanding as to why, but no 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 it's not yeah. like that it's like you know why now whether or not you want to own your why that's but different. that's what i'm saying but like, you know what i mean wanna... but that's on me to be like i'm not like it's kind of like when you get to the point of saying like we're grown i don't need to explain to you what you're it's, doing wrong you know that's what i mean my thing like but, if somebody the, the crazier part is like just to speak to what you were saying before like how people aren't willing to accept certain things Mm-hmm. or not ready to deal with it in most cases you gotta see but but that's as humans regardless as to how selfless entitlement some people think they are yeah we all feel like we entitled to like like people are obligated to explain themselves to us in certain circumstances mm-hmm. and it ain't nobody obligated to you. nobody right. like so the crazy part to me is the same way like I can say, oh, I can't believe she walked away after 10 years without saying, you know, without telling me, you know, X, Y, Z. At the end of the day, it's like, well, maybe that person wasn't really ready to deal with it either. So the easiest thing for them to do was to just remove themselves from the situation without having a closure conversation. Because again, clo- seeking closure keeps people in bad situations sometimes. Yeah, because they don't let it go. Exactly. Every time, if every time you try to pull yourself away from something, you end up having a conversation with somebody or something pertaining to something that you care about so much, you're already having a hard time walking away from it. It is easier just to remove yourself and then maybe come back around and have that conversation years later, months later, whatever the case may be. Like, Mm -hmm. We, we are so selfish as, as humans that, oh no, explain to me why, th- this is the craziest thing I've ever done. Explain to me why you don't want to be with me no more. Explain to me why I'm not good enough. Maybe I just want something different. 
Maybe I'm different. Maybe it ain't about you at all. Maybe I recognize I'm not what you need. Whatever the case may be. Don't people be so hard. Okay, let's not even make friendships, a job, anything. Like people, oh no, I need to know. Why do you, why you need to know? Maybe we always talking about God and the universe and all that. Maybe that's the only way that you are going to move from this place where you are now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to move. And you was you were so scared to take the next step or to leave that situation. Like, it's almost like closure to me is just another way of seeking. Um, it's seeking when you're not comfort. ready to let go. Seeking comfort in something that's familiar or giving you like kind of letting kind of giving you a, like a like an easy like that because what is really closure like okay like those but of it, us it, that seek closure do is it re- when you get to have these conversations or you hear somebody's truth is as hurtful as it may be or as simple as it may be sometimes does that really bring closure like does it make somebody feel any better in most cases I think it can like um I think I was telling you not too long ago um I mean, a relationship from my twenties. Um, it was a beautiful relationship to me. Like I loved it, you know? And when it ended, um, we still were cool, you know, like, you know, he moved on, I moved on, he got married, had kids, you know, whatever. Um, I never revisited that relationship again, but we were friends. Like we were still cool. And prior to me leaving California, Uh, we had a conversation. It was like three hours. And we just talked about like everything, like how our relationship ended and like, you know, how our, what had gone on in our lives more in depth uh, since then. And he was like, thank you for that. He's like, I never understood why I never, I mean, I guess maybe because he was a man, I never thought he cared. Like, you know, like, huh? Like he was like, I had always wondered, you know, and to me, I was like, wow, like I gave him, huh? You never asked before that? No, no, not, not specifically to that term as to why we never tried again. No, he didn't. Um, I mean, we would see, I mean, there, you know, um, you, you know, but no, in that context, no, he had never. And so I explained like, you know, why I felt the way that I felt when we ended our relationship. And he was like, thank you. He was like, I had racked my brain wondering. And he was like, and honestly, it kind of uh, ruined a couple of relationships that I had after that. I don't know. But for me in that relationship, I never needed closure from that because of where I was in my life and other foolishness that was going on. But, um, it was like a ha aha moment to me, like, wow, like, I guess men sometimes need closure too. But then fast forward to after me living here or whatnot, and this um, relationship that I had been in, um, that was a tumultuous relationship, and it had lasted way longer than it needed to. Um, it was like an off and on relationship. You know, he decided to apologize for all these things and admit to things that I had already known, but he was always telling me, nope, 
not true, you know, whatever. So I'm thinking like, am I just crazy? Like, am I insecure? Like what's going on? So it kind of was like, wow. Like, so I knew I was right. You know what I mean? But my response to him was, is thank you. But I forgave you a long time ago, even though I never got the apology because what I had learned in therapy and then also, you know, getting deeper into spirit, my spiritual side is sometimes you have to forgive a person who isn't sorry or who never apologizes. You know what I mean? You got to have a long conversation with them to allow them to try to make them, no, I'm saying to allow them to try to make themselves feel better by explaining themselves to you. No, but but I'm going to give I ain't even gonna give you that much. Like, nah, I get it. And I've me, had, and I, right yeah, now. and I have a girlfriend who has been through like some rough relationships. And then, like, a year or two later, the dude want to apologize. And she's like, I'm not gonna give you that because you're doing no, that to yeah, your kind. Exactly. No, you're not doing that, that for me. You, you're you doing that, that to make you. yourself feel better. Yeah, you take that. Go, go, go to the Catholic church uh, with that. and you know, you know go, go, go give you a confession. Nah, you, I'm not allowed. So, to you know, I, but so I think it, closure for everyone is, and, you know, and I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned just with like growth and like therapy or whatnot, I really don't have an explanation for you. If I tell you that our relationship no longer serves me, like, I really don't have, like, if I say that this, I don't feel the same, or like, if I don't love you anymore, or if I just feel like the buck stops here, like I don't see us going anywhere. I can't really say definitively that I have, like I can give someone that closure of like, why? Like I've had people ask me like, well, what happened? Like, what did I do? I can't no, say because, that you did anything. But this like, is, I just outgrew this feeling or this to thing. Me, to me, closure, and so, again, it's very very um there are a few situations where i don't think this applies Mm -hmm. but in friendships relationships i think those seeking closure a lot of the time not every time but a lot of the time are simply the people that don't want to let go acknowledge their part and things because a lot of the time nobody got to tell you why they walked away from you or why they stopped coming around or stopped contacting yeah they don't owe you that yeah but but the thing is a lot of the time you know the things that again people people yeah like because of history a lot of people just be like oh they know i'm just playing or they know that's like I hate to hear grown people say, oh, that's just yeah, how that's I am. that's just how I am, yeah. Well, I improve it. Yeah, Fix yourself. That's But I think that's the thing with closure. After the fact, instead of, instead of changing, um, instead of looking to improve yourself or maybe, you know, we all have shortcomings and faults and Mm-hmm. You know, you know, toxic is the word that gets thrown around a lot, but we all have things that we know we should probably work on that could, like you said, the, the gentleman that said him not getting closure from you uh, played a part in some of his later relationships. Mm-hmm. Why he ain't go figure out whatever what was going on with himself that was causing y'all's past relationship to damage relationships that could have, you know, potentially been 
great or long lasting or like it was it, it sounds like oh maybe i never got over you or maybe i didn't stop doing the shit whatever it is that you know that maybe you walked away for maybe i just never stopped doing it so maybe it wasn't josh's relationship at all maybe it was you maybe it was him and he just didn't do anything to improve upon you know whatever maybe he ain't work on himself Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people, they like, oh, I'm looking, I, I need closure. Why they, you know, it's a, because a lot of the time people be like talking about, oh, I need closure. Man, that's somebody been telling you for six months what you did. What you exactly. Did like, I'm off. telling you why, but and you're not accepting that why. Exactly. You don't it's like, like nah, I, don't, yeah, I don't want to change. That's just how I am. Okay, well, I ain't got to be around you no more. Right. Hey, that's just how I am. Well, nah, like, I don't want that type of friend. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. want that type of, yeah, I Man, once you ain't 20-something years old no more, that's just how I am. It's not. Nah. At all. You, you can't do that. That's just how I am. Well, because do, then do you're something. stagnant. Yeah, you're stagnant. Exactly. There's no room for growth for you. That's just how I am. Well, watch it. Well, watch just how I get and get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. But I no, I, I've had a, uh, yeah, I've had that in like, I mean, even friendships. It's just like, well, what did I do? I can't really say that you've done it. It's just been, you know, the totality of like just this friendship. Like it's just like it doesn't. And people really be mad. Yeah, like, and then when you explain that to them, they don't understand. And they, they don't. And that's it. when it's like I don't. That's when you get to the point to where like I can't give you that closure that you're seeking because yeah, because, because you're not even willing to accept what I'm telling you. Right, because you don't understand. It. You're not there yeah. yet mental capacity you're not there yet to understand what i'm saying and it's 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 like an attack towards you like exactly like you're insulting you or i hate you and it's not that at all no no you know what it what it is a lot though especially when it's like people that you once were really cool with and you just don't kick it with no more you don't come around just because y'all know different stuff Mm -hmm. it's nah she thinks she better than me you think you better than me like you think you bet like i mean like i see this all of the time like it's like like I got friends from you know multiple like just different phases and stages of my life life. like some based upon oh when I was trying to do this professionally or you know when I was young and running the streets or when I was doing this or we grew up together and it'd be like in a some of those circles do intermingle and it's like, oh, I seen you with such and such the other day. What's up with him? I, I, I ain't talking to him. Up. And, and it's soon be like, oh, no, nah, he good. He doing this, that, and that. Man, fuck that nigga. He think he better than me. Why you say that? Just because he don't. And I ain't seen him there. from, he don't even talk. It's like, dog, it's like, he on family. Like, right now. <laughs> like, the man doing like, everybody ain't on what you on. Like, but a lot of people, that's how they look at it. It's like, and then they say, oh, no, nah, I know what it is. Like, now again. If this person was to come to you and tell you, I just outgrew that. That ain't what my life is about no more. Or, you know, you like to do this and I like to do that. Or I just hang with, you know, I hang with other dudes that's got young kids now. Or I hang with people that do this. Or maybe I just hang with my lady now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm into, you know, maybe I'm on my own. And that's what people never give other people. It's like, maybe they just on their own journey for of whatever like it could be anything but people are so quick to be like oh they think they better than somebody or it's 
at this point in life, like we should all be doing okay. Like we should all be, you know, living. I mean, we, we've had quite a few years to start to build the life that we want, you know, not to say we are where we want to be, but we should be on, you know, on pace um, at this point in our lives. Or even if you're, you're pivoting and starting a new, you know, you're starting something anew, like we at the age where we should all be focused on what's important and something. So if some, if what's is, if what's important to me is different than what's important to you, then maybe we don't need to be around each other on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so don't see like a lot. I just a lot of people say closure and closure ain't really what they need. What they really need is self reflection in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's why I'm not, so I don't want nobody to take it to like, nah, like I went through the situation and I really needed closure. And he talking about don't nobody need closure. That, that's just, I'm only speaking for me. Like, if you don't want to come around me no more, keep your ass where you at. I don't want you. But to yeah, and it's also like, what is closure to you? And what, really, exactly. what is it, what is it going to do for you? Like, that's it. Like, make it's you, so, most times it's going to leave you, gonna you gonna more like, sad. Oh, somebody oh. tell you the truth about yourself. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, so you had an epiphany and now you're healed. Like, you yeah, know, you're going to be somewhere. Um, Ugly crying, drinking a bottle of wine. Right. I had, told you the truth. Right. I had read something the other day that said there is nothing wrong with you for outgrowing connections that no longer align with who you are. Mm-mm. And I thought, yeah, like, I that's it right there. Like, it doesn't mean that you're wrong or I'm wrong or, you know, or I'm right and you're right. It's just like, if we're just not, if the alignment isn't there anymore, that's okay. You know, like I mean, I don't want that closure for real. I want yeah, nobody telling like, you the truth. And it says you can learn to accept and respect that you're on different paths. That's okay too. Everybody's journey, like we weren't here to have the same passions, desires, loves, and stuff in life. And you know, that's one of the things. Like I've always been like, you can have a beautiful season, journey, lifetime moment with someone, and it just be that. Like, it may not be that it's supposed to be forever. You know what That's I mean? it. What people be failing to realize, and I used to I used to see this meme on Facebook years ago. And, but it's, it is the absolute truth. And, well, one, just the idea that you can know somebody for five, ten years. And you may meet somebody. And we just talking friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't talking romantic. It could be romantic. It could be friendship business-wise, anything. Mm-hmm. You can know somebody for five to 10 years and have a great relationship. And then you can meet somebody and then two to three months connect with this person so well. It's like, damn, it's like I connect with you on a totally different level than I've connected with, you know, this person they that I've been for years, yeah. working with or doing business with. And it's like, okay, not to say I can't rock with that person no more or nothing, but this makes more sense to me at this point or maybe. At this point in your life, yeah. I get that's it. it. And it's like people don't, so, because some and, and some people looking for closure as far as even like relationship stuff, like how would you really take somebody saying oh well, you didn't you know, you couldn't, you didn't explain anything to me, you just up and told me, you know, you couldn't do it no more, it wasn't working no more, you stopped coming around. How would you really take somebody being like, well, I thought this was one thing and then I met the love of my life. Yeah, it's like saying the, yeah, like I thought, yeah, it's always, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, it's and like, how do you take that? That's closure for you? It's like, what what do what did that really do? And all that does that, is create a trust issue and have you out insecurities. here. Insecurities. I mean, it's, it creates it's, insecurities. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we don't always want people telling us the truth. You be mad when you, as a man asking her any questions, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I should have dated your brother. Something like that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, but really, like, because again, they don't say yeah. the truth hurts for no reason. I mean, exactly. they really don't. And, it's, and, and that's why a lot of people that are seeking and then you closure, hear, and you somebody can't was, the truth. No, because that's the thing. Like, if a lot, a lot of people that are seeking closure, somebody was attempting to protect you by not giving you what you think you're looking for. And that's it's, why I like to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call them creative words, but that's why I like stuff that it's like, respect and accept that we're on different paths that's okay like you can't you can't take it any other way than just that you know what I mean take it how you will but there's nothing wrong in that type statement or that it may not be be cool to be king yeah but you know I mean at this point I know for myself at this point in my life I'm not out to hurt anyone intentionally but I am out to protect and to you know, seek what, you know, tell, life is short. But your, your grandma used to say, tell the truth, shame the devil. Sometimes you got to be cruel to be, I remember I had to tell this girl, like, your breath piece thing. Oh, Lord. All the time. Lord. <laughs> like, I don't know what you mean. Lord, have mercy. And ho- hopefully she got that together before she <laughs> was all over somebody else's face. You terrible. <laughs> but yeah, so... I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, closure means different things to different people, as it we really say. Does. It now, does. I, I get, you know, in, in some circumstances, you know, you really do seek. And, and again, like I said, reflection is never a bad thing. That's not, it don't have to be positive or negative. Sometimes it's just needed in every circumstance where we feel like we may need closure. Sometimes we just really need to, you know, we, we need a reflection period. Not so much of closure, but where do we go from here? How do I pivot in another direction? What's my next move? How do I bounce back bigger and better? Or what, you know, if, if you're into, you know, religion, spirituality, universe, energy, like, okay, what's next for me? You, you've removed, you know, this has been removed. I've been removed from this circumstance. So like, what's next for me? Like, you got to believe that you deserve. If you ain't, if you don't have exactly what it is that you want in relationships with people, regardless as to, whether it be your parents, uh, spouse, a significant other, friendship, sibling, like you got to believe that you deserve and should have better or what you're seeking. And that might require you to be taken out of the environment with that people, with those people or that person. Mm -hmm. But you can't be too scared to go out here and have what you claim you want. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you know, a lot of people are, uh, comfortable themselves talk yeah talk themselves into living in a life that they're comfortable yeah that they're content dealing with because they're afraid with it's you know it's like the what they say that you rather deal with the devil you know versus Mm -hmm. you know you 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 never know what's out there waiting on you who's out there waiting on you um yeah, and that's what I always for myself like um when I decided to leave California 
I, I always say it was my saving grace. It was like one of my biggest blessings. It, it was, I mean, God's timing. Cause you know, I had wanted to leave. I wanted to move to Atlanta a few years prior. Um, and that was my actual, I was actually looking into it for a job change still with the company that I was with, but a different position. Um, and that ended up not working out. Um, but yeah, they'll say like, sometimes you have to move the, the company you need to leave the company within you keep where you live, your location, career, whatever to change your life. And for me, I do it over and over and over again. And I honestly don't think I would have done anything differently. So I don't need closure. I think some people might. It depends on what closure is to them. Can you handle it? You don't need closure. You need self-reflection periods and or therapy. Therapy, yeah. Yeah, therapy helped me a lot. Because once you get to understanding that people don't owe you anything (laughs) and you have to accept people for what they can give you, because some people, no matter how hard they try, they just can't love you the way that you need to be loved or be who you need them to be for you. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Somebody else might. That's it. Clear the way for for somebody else to come (laughs) through. They may not know that yet, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Some people, and that is sometimes a harsh reality. Like you think that you could be this perfect person for someone and in all, maybe at one point in life you were until they grew or until you grew Mm -hmm. or until you both grew different directions. So everybody so yeah. deserves to be happy. Life is, we haven't learned anything in these past two years about how short life is. Then I don't know what to tell you. Ain't I no mean, happiness and closure. Go find your happy. Go find <laughs> your peace. Ain't no happiness and closure. Closures. Is, I mean, now this is just me. Y'all didn't got to agree. I don't expect everybody to agree with me, but you know, I, I want I want some people to the next time that, that thought of closure cross your mind, just hear, hear my voice. Fuck closure. <laughs> Get on with your life. My thing is like if you if you want closure so bad, just make sure you can handle it. But <laughs> yeah, so don't know if that's what the saga is or like what was going on that night with the Oscars. Oh, he, he needs some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can handle it, but oh, my. yeah, it was definitely yeah. something deeply seated. Um, in fact, I see that uh, Chris Rock tonight was his first. Oh, and you know, they were saying that his ticket sales has now skyrocketed. Which oh, because man, you know the jokes is coming out. Yeah, so oh, tonight was oh, his first. It's about to be lit. Yeah, so tonight was his first uh, uh, performance on stage since. Oh, I'm. Um, so I they're saying. Huh? I have two minutes ready for Will. Like I had twenty minutes of material ready for Will. Like keep you said, keep your wife name out your mouth. I got all types of jokes for you. No, so I guess he. I think it was in Boston. They said, but. I guess um, he said that he's still processing it and he's not prepared to talk about it yet, but he will. 
and then went on with his stand-up. But yeah, it was a traumatic experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, I honestly, real talk though, I think it's probably deeper than that for him. One, one, the humiliation of it all, but two, because you're doing what you do. No, no, not only no, I think it could even be deeper than that for him because so many people, and we're guilty of that in society, and especially now in the new in the era of social media. Everybody has an opinion and a narrative and they stick with it and run with it. So he probably is. Man, you know, he, he needs is. to apologize to them, man. Like no, he did. Well, nah, no, that, so, that little or nah, he need to call him and apologize. No, but what I'm saying is so, like, you know, he might really feel some type of way, like, wow, there's black women out here thinking that I really went came for this woman, thinking that I really thought she had that after I did this movie. Or they were friends. I mean, they've work together in the past everybody seems to be pulling all these pictures of them together from Man, the past he was on i'm chris show. rock fuck will smith for life like i got 20 minutes of material ready for you fuck, yeah, so slap it'll, me. it'll be interesting to see but yeah he just so it was it was it definitely wasn't i, I hate to say that it put a stain on the oscars because that was will packer's production but on yeah. him even receiving that award, like, well, you can't. Like, I mean, just, he earned it. it. Ba- no, I'm not saying get an award back. I'm saying like that's we're not gonna think about the fact that his performance and that when we think about that night or anytime somebody brings up him bringing that award, I'm like, oh yeah, when he slapped Chris Rock at the ceremony, right? And that's what Jim like, Carrey was saying. Like, it will never go away. In front of like you see, they kept flashing the Venus and Serena while he was giving his speech, mm-hmm. like. You just went like, come on, man. Like, nah. And Lupita. It was just, <laughs> everybody. It was, they made so many memes about her, like, were her right man, now because of how shocked she was. It, it, it was just, it was, it was a bad look. Like, it was. Man, we can't yeah, to be like that's that that that's not the only way to defend yourself, your woman, your family. Because again. Now, because what you did, what you really could be doing is making yourself even more of a target because you got a bunch of people out here. Like, I wish the hell somebody would. Like, I wish. So now you got, you know, you always got them type of people. I'm going to go, like, it may not be Will Smith, but it's going to be somebody to see if they could get that type of rise out of somebody just hoping somebody attempt some foolishness like that. Because that could have went bad had it not, had it been anybody other than than the Chris Rock or Chris Rock has not been the professional that he is. Exactly. That could have went way left. Exactly. Oh, imagine somebody, imagine somebody slapping Cat Williams. He probably laid down. I get cut on stage. Yeah. But yeah, but Man. I will say congratulations oh, again to Quest Love for Summer of Soul, because that's dope. Yeah. And it, his award was given literally right after that. <laughs> oh, um, and, right uh, after what, that. what did the uh, what did Sam Jackson get an award for? Like a lifetime? Uh, the governor's uh, the governor's award. The, it was a ceremony the night before. Yeah, they should have televised that. Sam Jackson deserved to be celebrated on TV, man. Um, before we get out of here, you got any recommendations? New music, movies, books, anything people uh, should be checking out or looking into? Right now, I am still really feeling and digging um, Lucky Day's album, Candy Drip. It's on heavy rotation for me. And I do have some, like a couple of uh, independent artists that 
I've been listening to, but I still go back to Lucky Day mostly. Um, and I did just get a new book that I'm about to start. Um, I can't remember the name of oh, it. So you so. can't tell us if it's good or not. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, I'll, yeah. T- I'll report yeah. on it next. Yeah, next, next time. Next time. So what are you, anything you listen to? You getting ready for your birthday? Um, yeah, I ain't got no plans, but I'm a, I'm a, like I said, I'm coming out of hibernation. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have, like I said, just still listen to a lot, a lot of lucky day. Um, I really don't have much of, oh, what I did want to ask you about before we got out of here was, uh, thoughts on male birth control. Nah. If you met if you met a man and he told you he was on male birth control, you're like, oh no, nah, don't worry, baby, I'm on the pill. No. No. And I would it. question, yeah, I would question. I I the likelihood don't of a lot it. of men. Y'all doing about that. to be out here with full beards and breasts. <laughs> taking the pills. <laughs> like, I mean, who knows, man? I think it's I, I do think for one thing I do think it's good for, I just think it's too soon, it's too new. Because, you know, we've seen over the years how different birth control uh, methods do affect women's bodies. Mm-hmm. So I do think that it's good that, you know, moving forward, all of the, you know, all, all of that doesn't have to be on the woman. Because, you know, you know, every every you know the the pill does one thing, the patch does another thing, the shot does. You know, people react different to different things, so it will um, allow some women to not have to you know take different forms of birth control or be you know it's gonna be some men willing to nah let me do it so you ain't got to do that. I don't know who them ain't gonna be so early in the game, but yeah, it's it's uh, yeah no. Mm-mm. I'll stick with what I know. Yeah, I just wanted to ask that question. I thought that was that's that's interesting to me. Um, but no, I don't have. Like I said, still listening to uh, Lucky Day. Um, I honestly haven't been watching. I've just been all you know. I've been watching a lot of sports, a lot of basketball, uh, men's college basketball, Final Four this weekend. Um, Atlanta's back. Atlanta is back. And yeah. The first two episodes with those, especially that first one. Uh, that, yeah, that, that first one, but um, yeah, like I said, my birthday coming up in a few days, so mm-hmm. get out here and celebrate. You know, I, I owe myself two years of celebrating, so I might be out here the whole month of April. You know, if you, if you see me out here cutting up, mind your business, it's my birthday. <laughs> um, that's that's just what I'm on right now. <laughs> that's just what I'm on right now. No, I feel you. My birthday is after yours. So yeah. You know, we've been sitting in the house, been working hard. I still I got a lot of things that I had done. Um, I mean, re- recently, and she might have been two, yeah, it's been like two years since um, you know, I've been able to celebrate nothing really the way I wanted to in two years. So it's mm-hmm. like I just want to get out here and like. Just, just celebrate, you know, some some accomplishments. I mean, and this is this is a milestone birthday for me, man. So this this one I actually I always enjoy celebrating my birthday. My birthday is I ain't gonna say my birthday means a lot, but I, I enjoy just celebrating 
celebrating life. You know, you everybody's overcome some stuff, so you should celebrate yourself. But 40, man. Mm-hmm. 40, like that's 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 a big deal. And I remember celebrating, you know, feeling like I made it at 25. You're gonna feel got, brand new. I got a lot of peers that ain't get to see 40, man. So 40 is a big deal to me. Um yeah, but I'm you know just out here continuing to stay on my fitness thing and get back to my get back in pre-COVID shape, try and get back in pre-COVID shape for the summer. Um yeah, but I that's 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 all I got. I ain't got a whole lot going on. I don't have a whole lot going on. Um, we will definitely celebrate. And yes, you've had some great accomplishments career-wise too. But I always applaud you. So yeah. Oh, before we get out of here, man, shout out, shout out B. Uh, we couldn't be with us this evening, but you know, we, we always gonna hold it down. Shout out to B. Daddy um, duty. So if you don't have anything else to mention, Samantha, uh, as always, we've set a mouthful. So until the next time. Love, love.